For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The deeper we connect, the more sustainable we will become as individuals and society. Welcome, neighbors, to Hometown Earth, the podcast that brings a down-to-earth approach to all of your sustainability questions. I'm your host, Lena Sanford, here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Here, we believe that everyone can change the world. Do you believe? I'm a Midwest gal with big dreams to discover what it takes to reduce my impact on this beautiful place we call Hometown Earth. Join me every Tuesday as we navigate what actions we can take, big or small, to make a positive impact in your life and the lives of your neighbors on Hometown Earth. Hello, neighbors. I am so thankful to have you here for another week to continue adopting the habit of spending more time with nature. That's pretty broad still as there are so many ways we can spend time with nature. So what do I really mean by connecting with nature and what can we learn from it to lead us to more enriched lives and more sustainability on this planet? There are many levels of human nature connectedness. Research shows a range from a superficial level of connection to a deeper level of connection. The first level is a material connection, using nature for its resources like building or eating. Then there are experiential connections such as recreational activities spent in green environments, going to a park, hiking, walking in the woods, etc., Then we keep growing and going deeper toward cognitive connections, such as knowledge and awareness of nature that shape our beliefs and attitudes. The fourth level is emotional, feeling attached and empathetic towards nature. And finally, we get to the fifth and deepest level, philosophical, This level changes our perspectives on humanity's relationship to the natural world, why nature matters, and how we should interact with it, protect it, and in a way become stewards of the land. What's so great about these varying human nature connections is that they don't usually happen one at a time. They interact with one another simultaneously and support one another. For instance, community gardening. Time in the community garden is experiential and helps to build our knowledge of ecosystems and natural processes, cognitive. It gives us an attachment to the land, which is emotional, and helps to shape our philosophical perspective of nature while providing therapeutic benefits, building social cohesion and resilience, all while providing us with food to eat or materials. By its very nature, community gardening promotes sustainability 
the reduced emissions and saving resources, but also shapes our minds so that we support systems of sustainability that are bigger than just one garden. There are so many examples of these interacting levels of human nature connectedness you will notice if you begin to spend time with it. Many of these deeper connections we have can be attributed to mindfulness, the awareness of ourselves, others, and nature that culminate together for a complete picture that makes us go, this is what life is about. The deeper we connect, the more sustainable we will become as individuals and society. The more time we spend in nature, the more we learn from it. It's like the ancestor who has all of the secrets to life if we just sit down long enough to pay attention. But since this ancestor can't physically sit you down and tell you stories over a campfire, I figured it was a good thing to point out some of the lessons we can learn so that while you're spending your time with nature, you can begin to mindfully mull over some of these thoughts to deepen your cognitive, emotional, and philosophical connections to nature. The first lesson brings on cues from Simba. It's the circle of life and it moves us all. The day goes into the night, seasons change from spring to summer to fall and then winter. Life turns to death, which gives more energy back to the earth. There is a pendulum that always swings. Beyond the bad that will inevitably be in our path lies remarkable and beautiful things. It's constant recycling and renewal of energy. There is also a comfort in these life-nature patterns, like realizing that even plants take breaks during the winter to store energy for new growth. We don't always have to be in bloom, so to speak. So take these moments to replenish and regrow your strength. Literally, in nature, the sphere is the strongest 3D shape. In this circle of life, we can discover stability and security. But simultaneously, there is a change within this fixed pattern of cycles. Nature is constantly changing and evolving. And so are we, which brings hope for the future. Are you ready when inspiration strikes? Now you can take notes while listening to Hometown Earth, write quotes, facts, or even journal with our limited collection of pocket notebooks. Designed by a local artist and produced on 100% recycled paper, these will be your new favorite on-the-go notepads. Get yours today at lenasanford.com forward slash shop. The second lesson is that we are all interconnected. I saw a great example of this in a blog about black bears and their connection to nature. When the black bear goes on its walk, its feet compresses the soil and physically alters it. It consumes plants as food, which changes how the plants look as they grow, but it also helps to spread seeds and fertilize the ground when it leaves droppings. This contributes to unique microorganisms that increase the breadth and depth of biodiversity. 
and its very presence affects other birds and animals who are in the area and want to avoid the bear, starting a whole new chain of effects. All of that from just one bear taking a walk. Another example of this interconnectedness is the pawpaw tree, something I just actually planted in my own yard. They look like separate trees from the surface, but they are connected by a thick root under the ground, as if they are two trees with one trunk. And they can only bear fruit if pollinated with the help of flowers from another tree, usually carried over by insects. It's a team effort. The same goes for us. Our actions have direct and indirect implications on our natural world and vice versa. Climate change is a perfect example of this delicate relationship. The third lesson is that we are resilient. One of my favorite episodes was the episode about resiliency in nature, which I will link in the show notes. We learned how nature continues to overcome, adapt, and thrive, even in the face of change and adversity. From trees, rivers, animals, and beyond, nature continues to overcome. Another good example that you might be familiar with is emperor penguins, which survived the 60-mile journey to breed, then take turns protecting their children, including enduring months without food in some of the coldest, roughest conditions on Earth. If you've ever looked at something in nature and thought, how the heck did this survive like this? That's resiliency in nature. We can learn so many lessons from that, but the biggest thing is that we are nature, and we can show just as much resiliency in our own lives. The fourth lesson is go at your own pace. If you're stuck in a fast-paced lifestyle where you constantly feel rushed or under the thumb of the pressure of time, we've all been there. Get outside and take a deep breath. Nothing in nature is rushed. It goes at its own natural pace. And once you spend time with nature, you will realize the freedom of that pace and stillness. Poet Rabindranath Tagore said the butterfly counts not months, but moments, and has enough time. I love the monarch butterfly because something seemingly delicate and slow makes the round trip from Canada to Mexico at its own pace every year. The population cycles through three to five generations to reach their destination, but that doesn't make it any less beautiful or purposeful. The butterfly has enough time. Besides the slew of inadvertent mental and physical health benefits you'll reap from taking a beat and adopting the pace of nature, which is an intuitive pace, You'll be able to take the time to reevaluate what truly matters and act accordingly. When you trust in the natural course of the universe, you begin to trust yourself. And number five, know that everything has a purpose. This goes hand in hand with how interconnected we all are. Once you see how everything is interconnected, you realize that everything in nature has its purpose. 
my mind instantly goes to mosquitoes because they're coming out this time of year and I hate the bug bites I get from them. And I can't tell you how many times I've said, why do mosquitoes even exist? Well, they might not mean much to me, but they are an integral part of the ecosystem. The Smithsonian Magazine says that mosquitoes form an important source of biomass in the food chain, serving as food for fish as larvae and birds, bats and frogs as adult flies, and some species are important pollinators. Think about that next time you get bit. We should value all things in nature, even if they aren't directly related to our survival. And in case you were wondering, as part of nature, you have a purpose too. I love these lessons because they are so simple but mean so much. So for this week's Something to Grow On, I want you to start asking yourself questions as you're spending time with nature. What is happening here seasonally? What is surviving? What is dormant? How am I having an impact here? What do I see that is dependent on other things around it? What am I curious to explore? What patterns can I notice? And don't forget to follow my five tips to bond with biodiversity from episode 85. Starting this practice will help you to notice things you might not have before and maybe learn a few lessons on your own. My hope for all of us is that our connection grows stronger with each visit to nature. So let's get out there, neighbors. Until next time, thanks for joining me. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Hometown Earth as much as I did. Let us know by rating and subscribing so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every week on Tuesday. Head to the show notes linked in the episode description for more details. And let us know in the comments what you want to hear next. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And you can find more about the podcast on Instagram at Hometown Earth or connect with me personally at Lena Sainford. We all know change needs to happen. So let's get started right here at Hometown Earth. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.